Jenkins. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show. So far, you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Joined by Rick Heyman for the first hour. Uh, Rick was extraordinary today. Yes, he was. Song of the day was Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Yep. Good song. Ruined by commercials, as he says. Ruined by a Mercury commercial and, and what else? Uh, God, I forget. The, and um, Just for Men. Just hair, for Men. Hair, hair product. <laughs> Do you feel uncomfortable talking about hair products now that you're losing your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. now that you're losing your hey, hair? My hair is long right now. Look at it. You even said the other day you need a hair. Look at it. Yeah. How come you haven't gotten a haircut yet? I decided to go an extra. I usually go every four weeks. I said let's go every five weeks. Oh, now. you're getting crazy. But that would mean <laughs> tomorrow would be my normal day. Like so, it's actually next Friday. So I'm ready for it now. Hmm. God, I, hair's been growing fast. We now I'm wonder if if. Harrison's like this, or look at his he's, hair. He's got all the I hair. I wonder in the world. if Harrison's more like me than you. You know how I do haircuts? Totally random. Like oh. it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing what you just said. What do, you, what do you mean totally random? I just do it when I kind of want to. There's no. I don't go every four weeks to the day. Uh, <laughs> it's just like whenever I sometimes I'm driving by cost cutters, I'm like, oh, I could use a haircut. I'll go in. Yeah, well, I have a hair cutter. I have a stylist, a person. You have a stylist. Yeah. I go to the, I go to the same person every time. Wow, I don't do that. I then you never know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get then. Well, there's only so much you can. I, do. I, I, I can't tell you how many times when I was when I was growing up, we, we would go to a different place. How many different ways can you cut well, that hair? Well, there's some people that that weren't very good at what they were doing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I remember I got. I'm not going to say where it was at in Beatrice one time, but I, I got my hair cut. And I didn't really know what I, I didn't know what I wanted. Like you know, now I know I get a fade. I get a, I, I get a fade. Yeah. my st- I didn't know what. I wanted to get. I just said, just cut my hair. Not, don't buzz it, but just whatever looks good, do it. And I remember I got my hair cut. And I went back. My parents were like, what happened? <laughs> like, what? Really? That doesn't look right. Something like it was. It was messed up. Did you go, now? Did I did not go get it fixed. I just kept it. You know, it was livable with. And they, they, my mom kind of like fixed some parts of it. See, up yeah, that, that can happen. But it's pretty sad that you go to get your haircut from a professional haircutter. So Harrison, you just go at fixed. random times. Yeah, that's what I do. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I think I wait two, three weeks. Sometimes I think it's seven or eight. Just whatever. It kind of fits my schedule. Whatever. You ever try to cut your hair yourself? I I'll, I have gone home after a questionable cut and kind of kind of tuned it up. Yeah. At one time when I was in, when I was younger, I, I my hair was shaggy and I I needed a haircut. My I didn't tell my parents. They probably should just. Take me to the haircut. I got a scissors out and just like was going to town. Is that right? Now that was bad. Well, how old were you? Uh, that was fourth or fifth grade. Okay, you were just a really yep. young. They chick. weren't exactly. They said, "What happened? <laughs> what happened again in the back of your head?" Because I wasn't doing it here. I was doing the way back. Like, yeah, I'll take it something there. You tried. Cut it. Sure. You tried it yourself. Huh? It wasn't good. 
I won't do that again. I learned my lesson. There. Okay, let's talk sports. Uh, four six four five six eight five call or text as always. Mike Schaefer will be here at some point. I think in the next few minutes or so. If not, we'll carry on. I just yeah. saw this, by the way. Yeah, um, talk to me. Well, this I'm not going to go into deep detail, but Nebraska offered a kid from 2023 with the with the name. Leviticus Sua. How about that for a name? Okay, what position? He is a linebacker in California offered last night. A 2023 linebacker, uh, Tony Tuioti, in on that one. Nebraska. Leviticus. Yeah, Nebraska will have at least three visitors in this weekend. Um, A a DB from Mississippi. A DB Malcolm Hartzog from Mississippi. A a defensive lineman from De La Salle High School in San Francisco, and then that kid Stinger from Millard, right? You, you recognize that, that kid name? Stinger? Yeah, come on, do you know? Who I don't know. About? I don't know what his first name is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've heard of him though. Anyway, anyway, they they'll have at least three, and maybe one or two more is the way I understand it. Um, Scott is extremely busy recruiting. Um, he's also putting together this staff. He's also having meetings with current players i think i mean i i would think that's part of his schedule which is packed uh we did talk about um the big decision for cam jurgens and i'm I, and i'm hearing that is in, that's fairly intense right now um, okay cam yeah. jurgens is the we talked about this yeah i know so we don't has, have to has talk it changed about it. since yesterday at all or is it still in the same like when do you expect a decision soon soon. by the end of the week by the yes, end of next week i, I don't know now Cam Jurgens is who we're talking about, the sophomore center, the fourth-year sophomore center. Now, Cam Jurgens, would he put together a video on Twitter? I don't know if he's that type of guy or not. I mean, we're still kind of waiting on on Damian Daniels' official decision and DeAndre Thomas. Those are big. Those are big. And I, I think I know which way. I think Damian Daniels and DeAndre Thomas, the defensive lineman, junior defensive lineman, if, I think they've played their last snaps, but I don't. I can't say that definitively. So, so how many starters is that from last year that you're replacing at this point? Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the number off the top of my head. Um, you could whip through it if you wanted but to. But both, both safeties are gone. You'll we'll start in the front. Front, okay. We'll start in the front. Now, if they lose well, – they're, they're, Yeah, they lost Ben Stilley. If they lose Damian Daniels and DeAndre Thomas – that's a big hit in the, in the defensive interior. Yes. Okay, at linebacker, um, you're lo- losing JoJo. Right. A uh, big hit. Um, you're losing well, – come on, who else are you losing at linebacker? Nobody. Then you're losing the two safeties, and you're losing – Cam taylor Cam yeah, taylor Secondary takes a big hit. Pretty big hit. Now, it's a, it's a – but I, I always say it's a classic case of you're losing a lot, but you have a lot back. So, I don't know. I think the defense still looks pretty good. Um, offense, you know, we don't have to go. We, we don't know. I mean, some of them we don't know. We don't know Adrian yet. And I don't know if that's imminent. It doesn't seem like it. Some of this is just dependent on when they can get get an audience with Frost. Frost is stretched pretty thin right now. Yeah. Well, we are joined now in studio by Mike Schaefer. Hello, Michael. Hello, gentlemen. Oh, I'm, Bob, let's try, let's try, Bob, the, let's Bob, try Bob, it again. Bob. I, now your mic's on. My bad. Try it again. Hello, Jim. There, there it is. Yes. Ooh, cough drops. Yeah. Ill. You might want to. He's going to keep his space over there. Yeah, get to the window. In fact, if you can get on the other side of the glass, <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Other side of the pond. Uh, how are you today? Uh, slow moving. Slow moving. It happens. It happens. 7.15. Yeah. This is, you know, seven 7.07 in that range is kind of like where I'm at about 30% of the time. Most of the time I'm here before it even starts, but... Uh, 
this is pretty late for me today, so I apologize. I I just heard Sipple say the yes. phrase, we don't really know anything, and I found myself nodding in agreement. So I'm not even sure of the context. I just wanted to agree. <laughs> well, we don't know anything right now regarding Nebraska's assistance and offense. We also don't know which guys are coming back and which guys are leaving in terms of players on this team. We mentioned Cam Jurgens has a decision to make at center. Yes. What, what, what are you hearing well, regarding so it's, that? Well, so it's like a pretty radically – so you really – you really have no idea what this team is going to look like yeah. um, from all the way from who's taking the snaps to who's actually snapping the ball mm-hmm. to on the other side of the ball. Like, you know, we know Cam Taylor Britt is gone. Uh, are they losing Damian Daniels as well? Will they have six of the seven guys that uh, received all Big Ten honors? Could they all just be gone? Um, yeah. So there's just a lot of uncertainty with the personnel piece. And that, as you said as well, we don't know who's going to be coaching the ones that remain, That's right. too. Or who's even out on the road to go collect them uh, for, for new players over the next Yeah, week. interesting offseason so far. Yeah, um, and then you just asked about Cam Jurgens. Yep. The, the best information that I have is that after the season, um, he was in some conversations uh, with some people trying to determine where his draft value is at. And if he should go or not. Um, and I think the inclination from the conversations I've had is that he's leaning towards leaving. Um, so when or, or what's going to happen there, um, I don't know for sure. But I think that Nebraska has to start preparing for life without Cam Jurgens. Is Okay, so my question with that would be... That's Which the guy, is a little surprising to me, just yeah. to throw that in so, real quickly. It's surprising to me too, but I think about that's a guy who I pointed out yesterday had had injury problems early on in his career. Had, you know, had, had foot problems going back even to high school. He's had issues with with health. He got through a season clean. wasn't wasn't hurt this year. I know we, you know if he comes back, he could still elevate to probably higher than being a, a third or fifth round pick. But is, is the health concern part of that, or just not knowing who the next line coach is? Why to, why would he go right now? I'm trying to think. Has he started? He's basically started what the last. 25, 26 games. Public information. He has started 18 straight games. 18 straight? Yeah. That's all? Yeah. Huh. I would have thought it had been better than that. So 12 this year. He has year started 31 overall. Only six last year. Mm-hmm. So he missed the. He missed a game or two or something because he started 18 straight. He missed straight. the Northwestern game? I don't know. He started 18 straight and 31 overall. That's what I know. Okay. All right. Um, so I, I understand the health thing because of like. Really, it was, it was more so like his senior year of high school combined with the first couple years, the redshirt year, and then the the really heavy weight gain that I think resulted in the, the broken foot. But it, it feels like he's a little bit beyond that now. The question I kind of had and what I think NFL draft evaluators and GMs and scouts would have is he really has only shown the ability to snap cleanly for a season and I mean I'm no snapping expert I can only tell you when it goes awry Mm -hmm. I don't even know how like it wasn't like he had any that were just bad this year or terrible but I don't even know if they were like great or you Mm -hmm. know how how you get graded out on that so there's still a little bit of a uh a question I have on the snapping in Mm -hmm. addition to everything else but he could just be an interior lineman in the NFL. He could end up at guard. I yeah. mean, I, I think the talent is there. I'm somewhat if 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 his draft stock is tied to the position of center, 
and it's determined during the process that maybe he's not the the best snapping individual, mm-hmm. then that's going to tank his ability to get drafted as a center. Now, does the team want to use him as a guard? We'll find out. Yeah, I, I still well, it, it would be again. I didn't, I'm curious how many people expected to go in this offseason thinking that they were going to lose Camp Jurgens and not have him back next year, but. Do they, do they have a capable center behind them? Do you think is is a good Hickson? Hickson is listed number two. He's a junior. Um, Hickson started two games at guard this year. Um, he hasn't played a lot though. He just hasn't played. Much. Well, he started that whole year. Hickson. <clears throat> yeah, he only played three games in two thousand twenty. Um, they, he played a lot in two thousand nineteen. But Hickson is the listed backup. I think they might go if if Jurgens goes. To the NFL, I think they might go to try go to the portal. Transfer, yeah, yeah. The portal guy. Yeah. They're going to go in the portal regardless of what Jurgens does. I think so. Um, they've they've got to get extra bodies on the offensive line. They need to give themselves options. I think at tackle. Uh, so they've there's a lot of work to be done and no position in the portal. Coach. Yeah, I'm I'm Correct. I'm strangely intrigued by this season. I think there's going to be a lot of portal. I mean, which is fine, I guess. I mean. It's got the roster's going to look a lot different. Yeah, how many guys do you expect them to go after in the portal? Like how many new additions well, so via the portal do you expect? They're probably going to, if if they stick to kind of the numbers that they have talked about, they're going to end up with around twelve to fourteen high school kids, okay, or high school JUCO kids, and then if you assume some attrition for them, um, you could see seven to ten guys out of the yeah. portal. Yeah, that's what Parker said yesterday. Parker said six to ten. Or, it really just kind of depends on how many you lose in addition to everything else. Yeah. So, so um, the the kind of the the conversations inside all of this is we're talking about Nebraska needs a new center. Mm-hmm. They need extra bodies on their offensive line, and this offensive line hire seems like it's pretty important. Um, and we don't even know what direction the offense is allegedly going to be going in terms of how they're going to play. So it's just like, a, you know, I didn't even include that in my rundown of what we don't know. We don't even know what offense they're going to necessarily play. Yeah, We have a general idea because it doesn't seem like they're just going to come in and radically do something different in a year in which you have to meet mutually agreed upon metrics to survive. But... I uh, you got to add that to the whole list of sort of things they have going on. Yeah, Sam had a good point. Sam McEwen uh, of the Omaha World Herald. I wish I had it the line in front of me, but he made a good point in one of his recent columns about Frost's offense is so there's so much variety right now that it's pretty accommodating to whatever offensive coordinator they bring in. So I think that discussion can be a little overblown. Um, unless they are planning to run the army triple option. Yeah, I mean it's more so that, or you just go to the complete air raid. Right. So, yeah, it's it's already. I mean, Jake would say. I think you would say it's. There's too much variety. Um, there's already a lot of variety, so it doesn't. I'm not too worried about that part, unless unless they go really extreme. You know, which I don't know how they would do because you have to fit it to personnel. You can't run the army triple no, option. I don't you, think so. Without, I mean, what do you got? Yeah, I, just no, don't I, don't, do. I don't believe you can't. It would be interesting if They're they tried it. They're in a very pared down version of it against Iowa. Yeah, it would be very interesting if they tried it because that would be different. You can make it part of your offense. 
Well, yeah. Option yeah, you definitely could. You can't well, make, it already I, is, yeah. You can't make it the full thing. No. I mean, both of you, do both of you expect the option is going to be part of this offense? Regardless? Depends who the quarterback out of the portal is. I mean, I don't know. That's that's oh, that's yeah. Well, we don't that's even know what Adrian's going to do. Yeah, we don't. We don't know. There's so many we questions know. regarding yeah. this team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Regarding questions, well, like I said, it goes back to what Simple said before I jumped on. Yeah, well, there's a lot really of questions. So I think on Monday, you know, people expected to to have some news on some hires by tomorrow, and right now we have nothing in terms of official hires yet. Do you expect that still to be the case? But tomorrow we have some. Some you know for sh- concrete information, or is it going to be extending to next week and beyond? I went into sort of the the whole process when they moved on from those coaches on on Monday of the second bye week. I sort of targeted Wednesday Thursday as like you you kind of want to have maybe you don't have everything, but you would want to have at least a direction of what you're going to kind of go out there because you you want to have coaches to take advantage of this time on the road. Like you've got. Let's say that everything gets announced today, and I don't think that's going to happen, but let's say that it does. You'd at least have Friday, Saturday, Sunday that some of the coaches, if they don't have players here for the weekend, could go off and try to uh, try to go on the road, try to meet with some of these guys. I mean, once you get to Saturday of next week, you can't be on the road anymore until, I think, January 14th. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know, for as much transfer portal recruiting as you want to do, like Florida State went and set up a shop at a hotel in in Norman. Wow. Like if, if you really want to be in transfer portal recruiting, mm-hmm. you can't just sit on your telephone and do it from Lincoln. Like mm-hmm. you got to be there. Everyone is doing this. It's not like Nebraska has discovered some sort of loophole. You, you know, if you're going to be about it, be about it. That's always this thing that I have with this program right now is they kind of want to do stuff and they dip their toe in. They don't throw the whole body in. And if you get to the weekend, you don't have coaches yet. You wasted an entire week in which nobody could go out on the road. Scott Frost, I don't think, has done an in-home visit with anybody so far. Um, And whether there's value in that, I don't know. This recruiting class is careening towards the worst recruiting class in Internet history. So that's probably not going to change whether he did anything this week or not. But that's where you are. I mean, it's just you're putting a ton of faith in the transfer portal, and you don't even have the pieces to help you go get those players right now. Hmm. Like, hmm. It's just uh, I I don't understand. I don't understand the lack of urgency that feels like is on display right now for what is a mutually agreed upon metric season ahead of them. Does it feel like to you there's not a plan at all well, for Scott Frost? I don't know because there could be a plan. I just don't understand. It's just not it. obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it could be that they had hoped to have other things wrapped up. It yeah. sure feels like Ron yeah. Brown is their running backs coach. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, maybe they have one of the things done. It feels well, like if they're gonna have a. Per- I think one thing's really apparent that they had no control over is Brian Kelly taking the LSU job. Uh, sure. So that probably held up. I don't. It's hard to. It's really hard to criticize that part of it i mean you couldn't have anticipated that you happening. had two and a half weeks to get if, if yeah. mickey joseph was your guy yeah he had a game and ed orgeron was gone at the beginning of november his future was up in the air yeah. early enough 
Now, and you can't control how he wants to react to it. So right. if he wants to push it off entirely. Yeah, you can't control Donovan Rayola needs to work this week. Yeah, with the Bears. Um, with the Bears. And, you know, they push back the interview. And that's, I don't know. I, I guess you can criticize him for that stuff. But it, there's some stuff you just can't control. You know? Yeah, I mean. It's easy for us to come on the radio and just throw Here's the thing. You can't use it as an excuse later. Right. You can't come back and be like, well, we only had this staff for a well, couple ha- weeks ha- in January to right. go get players, and so this well, is what we have. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm not going to criticize them for something they haven't done either, which they haven't done that. So, um, you see what I'm saying? I, they haven't used it as an excuse, so it's hard to criticize them for it. Right I'm now. just saying, and I think that you can agree with this, that in a year in which they need everything to go right for them, mm-hmm. after wasting a year in which they had an older roster and the best complement of skill position players and a four-year senior, it has not started well for them in December. Could no. we agree with that? I think so, yeah. And look, it could all come together. It could all just today's, magically today's work Today's December them. 2nd, um, so, well, yeah. And we can we can go Monday. Uh, we yeah. can go Saturday. Yeah. I mean, we'll see I, what happens. look, if, if you we'll think everything's fine, Steve, great. Oh, I don't. I don't. I didn't say that, but we'll see on Sunday. I'm kind of giving it till Sunday. All I know is in, uh, what, today's Thursday, in two weeks I'll be sitting on this show and we're going to be talking about Nebraska signing a recruiting class in the 70s. Mm. And we're going to be talking about how they have to go get guys in the portal. And in the time in between, some players in the portal are going to be committing and signing to other programs. And Nebraska has to go get this talent. And if later this week Cam Juergens announces he's gone, they have to figure out they have to get a center. Mm-hmm. If they lose Damian Daniels, I don't know what they have at nose tackle. Mm-hmm. We just mentioned that they have five. Well, you know of what the, they have. They have. I mean, Nash is their nose tackle at that point. So you do know what they have, actually. They got to get. Well, I mean, that's is, a, is he is he ready? Pretty big. Job. Well, I don't know. He's, I mean, that's what we'll find out. Yep. He's, he's gonna have. But to I hate to say he's not ready. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess yeah, we I mean, do that. Could, we do that a lot around here. We just assume that things are horrible and that Nash Hotmucker's not ready. Here's what we know: in 2017, 2018, and parts of 2019. Mm-hmm. Nebraska was atrocious against the run. Mm-hmm. In 2020 mm-hmm. and 2021, with Damian Daniels, they were much better against the run. Yeah, In games in which Damian Daniels barely played or didn't play, mm-hmm. they were pretty bad against yeah. the run again. And are we assuming he's gone? He might not be. Yeah. He So, you know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't I, – I can't sit here and project or just say things like, well, you know, we'll see how it's going to go. Like, that's – that's fine. I don't think it's going well. It hasn't been going well for an entire yeah, no, year. No, I think this is all a long shot. I mean, I think it's all very much a long shot. Pleasant. Yes. Very yes. pleasant. If you have any questions for Mike Schaefer? <laughs> pleasant conversation. For us, please call or text 464-5685. We'll have more pleasant conversation after the break. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll dive into that hoops game last night. Oh, that'll be pleasant. Yeah, more, more pain. For, for more pleasant conversation yes. coming up. Up next, an early break in the ticket.